Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 3rd of October, 2023. Flyers coming off a 3-1 win over the Boston Bruins in preseason game number five last night. Five of six preseason will wrap up coming up Thursday when the Flyers host the New York Islanders. Then it'll be a week until the NHL regular season and the opener with the Flyers in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Now just nine days away, if you can believe it. Still a lot of decisions to be made. Let's get into the game from last night first and foremost. Morgan Frost, by the way, going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Had a chance to catch up with him after the game, and he was uh, in on a couple of the goals last night. Played very well, as did uh, pretty much the entire team. Now, preseason, you've got to take it kind of with a grain of salt, like Bill Meltzer and I spoke about yesterday. And, you know, the Bruins team that was in town last night wasn't the NHL Boston Bruins. There, there were some of the players, Charlie Coyle, Brandon Carlo, Jeremy Swayman, the goaltender, and a few others, Hampus Lindholm, that were obviously part of their NHL roster. But it was a lot of Providence Bruins last night. And the Flyers... Look, you can't control that. You can't control your opponent in preseason and how many guys they're going to dress and and those kind of things. Just like when the Flyers were in Boston and they had considerably less NHL established players than the Bruins did. But you can just take care of your game, and the Flyers did exactly that. They pretty much dominated the hockey game, even though the score was only 3-1. to The Bruins had 11 shots on goal until there were three minutes left in the game, and they pulled Jeremy Swayman, the goaltender. And they got a couple more shots. I think they ended up with 13 shots on goal. But the Flyers controlled play, controlled the puck the entire game. And they were really all over the Bruins. But a couple guys in particular really stood out to me. The two guys that jumped off the page for me is Cam Atkinson and Sean Couturier. Now, we've talked a lot about those two players and the what-if scenarios or what-are-they-going-to-be scenarios after both missed the entirety of last season. Sean Couturier, going all the way back to December 12th of 2021, hadn't played a game. He just played two games in three nights and played his third preseason game. Cam Atkinson just played his second preseason game and second game in three nights. And both players, you look just looking for incremental progress in their game. If you haven't played in that long, there's obvious things in rust that you're going to have to knock off, and they seem to be knocking it off. Sean Couturier had a couple passes for scoring opportunities. Didn't end up in the back of the net. He did end up with an assist on the last goal, which Joel Farabee got, but he made some really good plays, was dominant in the faceoff circle. Started to look more and more like the Sean Couturier we remember from a couple of years ago pre-back injury. You're starting to see those elements come back into play. Still a lot to be determined. This is not regular season hockey against stiff competition, but you want to see progress. And there was a lot of progress to Sean Couturier's game that we saw on display against the Boston Bruins. That's a good sign. Cam Atkinson, we saw him in his first preseason game. I talked to him at the first intermission of the the first preseason game he played against the Devils at home on Saturday night. Saw him initiating contact on several occasions in that game to overcome that mental hurdle and physical hurdle of knowing you can take on contact and you'll be fine after missing 
the entirety of last season. Cam Atkinson had a nice goal in the game last night, a backhander that ends up uh, top shelf on Jeremy Swayman from in tight. Cam Atkinson was buzzing around the play all night. He's moving extremely well, had a couple other scoring chances in the game, and you're seeing the progress in his game. I know initially when the Flyers opened the preseason against the Devils and he was held out of that game, teams said they were being cautious. Scared a lot of people. Kind of freaked me out too, where I'm going, oh no, are we going into this day-to-day, week-to-week question mark with Cam Atkinson again? But he's gotten back to practice. Now he's gotten in a couple of games. You're starting to see the refinement of his game, knocking off the rust, and he is moving extremely well. You don't see any limitations in the skating stride of either player, Sean Couturier or Cam Atkinson. That's great news. We'll see where it goes. Obviously, look, there's a a long way to go to saying, hey, these players are back. They're going to be available with confidence night in and night out, and their bodies can take the the rigors of an NHL season, and they're going to be close to or as the players they were before. There's a long way to go to that. But the incremental steps that both of the players have taken is something that I took away from the game last night. And that is not a small thing when you consider that they both missed the entirety of last season. So that is a good thing. Ronnie Adder gets an assist on the Joel Farabee goal. It was the Flyers' third goal in the game. He is a guy that is not shy about shooting the puck. The power play looked good in the sense that, you know, they moved the puck around very well. They didn't get a ton of grade-A scoring chances, but the puck possession, and again, this is not the Bruins that we'll see in the NHL regular season. But still, they controlled what they could control. And really, everybody that was on the roster played well in the game. I thought Igor Zamula did some really good things in the game. Uh, Morgan Frost, that I mentioned, did some good things. Travis Konechny had a goal. I think everybody was kind of on it in that game last night against the Bruins. And they played well. And the games are starting to resemble more of what structured NHL hockey looks like as we go further through the preseason and obviously the training camp. Bobby Brink played in the game. Once again, he looked good. Tyson Forster played in the game. I thought he made some really good decisions and plays. And there's kind of this narrative out there right now that it's Brink or Forster, like those two up against each other for a spot on the roster. And, you know, Bill and I talked about this in yesterday's episode. I don't don't think you can just look at this preseason week and a half on its own and evaluate everything on that and say, oh, Brink jumped ahead of Forster. You also have to consider what Forster did last year in the NHL and that Forster played an entire season last year. Bobby Brink did not. So I'm already getting this sense that if Brink does not make the team out of camp, there's going to be a lot of, I don't know if it's faux outrage or, oh, here go the Flyers again, not taking a young player that can help on the power play or that he brings something that they don't have. If he doesn't make the team out of camp, that's not the end of the world for him to go to the AHL. And I just don't want it to be this Brink versus Forster type thing. I get they're both fighting for the same position for a roster spot, two young players. I understand, but I don't think it's as simple as that is what I'm trying to say. But let's get to a guy that signed a contract in the summer, late in the summer, um, really had a good second half last year. Final 55 games led the Flyers in scoring. Really saw a lot of this skill set that we were hoping to see come to fruition at the NHL level. So we're going to talk to Morgan Frost about taking that from last year and building on it, 
how the summer was, working on faceoffs, and much more. So here's my conversation with Flyers center Morgan Frost. Uh, joining us in this episode of Flyers Daily is Flyers forward Morgan Frost. How was the summer, even though you were kind of waiting to get a deal done? Does, does that hamper your style at all in the summer? No, no, definitely not. I mean, uh, it, was, it was a good summer, fun fun time hanging with family and friends back home. I spent uh, spent the whole summer back there, so um, always, a, always a good refresh. And, uh, yeah, once once it kind of got down to the end, closer to the camp, it started to, uh, you know, obviously I just wanted to get it done. So um, happy that it got done, happy I could be here and uh, be here early for camp. Uh, I think I was here two weeks early for camp, so... Um, yeah, it was good to get it done, but uh, no, it didn't didn't change anything that I do in the summer. All right, so tell me, who did you work with over the summer on faceoffs? Because you went nine of eleven tonight. I know that 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 felt different out there for sure. Is it uh, just having a plan? Not really, to be honest. I think it was honestly it was a little different tonight because they had uh, they had four righties in the faceoff dot, so you usually don't see that too much. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I think I did this last year too in in one of the preseason games where I was like high high 80 percentage or something and then the season started and i was struggling so i don't want to get 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 too far ahead of myself but uh yeah it's something that i, I want to take pride in and, and do better tonight or do better this season for sure because i think it was something i struggled a little bit with last year but having coots around a guy you know that has been so successful in the dot he can always kind of give you pointers and practices and stuff like that things to different looks you can throw at whoever you're going against yeah that's that's an amazing help i mean he's one of the best in the world at it for sure and uh you know, so much to learn learn from him, not just on face-offs, but uh, in the way that he plays the game and thinks the game. So, um, awesome to have him back, and and uh, yeah, I want to. I think he'll probably be taking most of the big ones, but if I can be trusted to be out there and, and take some more, then then that'd be awesome. How do you feel like you know your game's kind of evolved over this preseason? Because you know you got to get everything kind of in order. You start with scrimmages against teammates and captains, skates and to another opponent, but. You're trying to get your game in full order so that, you know, 10 days from now, is it's getting close to where you want it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm sure you saw it. Those first couple of days of camp are, are pretty tough. So, uh, you know, you're honestly trying to just grind through that and, and make sure your body's still feeling good coming out of that. And uh, I didn't like the way I played in that, in that first game in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, no excuses whether that was because, you know, we had just kind of grinded for, I think it was four or five days in a row and then played. But... Um, yeah, I think as it's gone on, I'm starting to feel better each each and every day. So um, hopefully that can keep going and, and be ready for game one. How do you, you know, mentally take what you did last year in the final 55 games and bring it into this season? It's, it's one of those things I think that's easier said than done because momentum in sports doesn't carry through seasons in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But how, how do you take advantage of what you did do last year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a long time off, so, uh, you know, I, I think there's kind of an in-between there because, uh, you know, I, you don't want to come into the season just expecting to keep doing that. Uh, you know, you got to earn it, and you gotta you got to keep playing hard and keep playing well, and I think that's what I did in that last half, but at the same time, uh, you know, I want to carry that confidence that I had because I think those last couple months I felt really good about my game and, uh, you know, kind of went into every game expecting that, uh, you know, expecting to get a point or expecting to you know maybe score a goal or something and I think when you have that mindset it it can translate to your play and in terms of confidence so um a bit of a balancing act there but. last question for you um you know 
you've always been a highly skilled player and make highly skilled plays. And we saw your creativity come out last year as well. But on two of the goals tonight, in particular the second one, it's the, the decision you make on the walls and those fine details that make so much of a difference at this level. Is that just something that you are not, not even thinking about, but just are coming with the maturity of your game? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think it's it's also something that's been, been harped on me for, for <laughs> a long time. So, uh, you know, I think... I learned a lot about myself and my game last year, and uh, you know I think when I'm doing those little things and playing hard, then that's when it allows me to make more skilled plays. So, um, yeah, I mean I, I think we all know that's what Torts wants to see too. So, uh, you know I think if I do those things, then then like I said, my skilled plays will open up, and then I can show what I can do there. But um, just want to play hard every night. Congratulations on making it through your first appearance on the podcast this year. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Great to catch up with Morgan Frost here on Flyers Daily post game last night as the Flyers got a 3-1 win over the Boston Bruins. They'll be back at it coming up Thursday when they take on the New York Islanders, and that'll put a wrap on the preseason Thursday night at Wells Fargo Center. Big decisions to be made this week. We'll see how they, they play out uh, throughout the week, and obviously by next Monday at 5 o'clock have to submit final rosters, so all decisions will be made by then. That doesn't mean it's going to be that way the whole year. We'll see how things play out, and this could be something that uh, kind of changes throughout the season as well. Invariably, you get injuries or players earn their way up or maybe earn their way down. We'll see what happens in the twists and turns of another NHL season now just nine days away. But everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow another brand new edition of Flyers Daily, so join us then, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.